As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yo, I'm comfortable talking to Mark Alford. He don't make me feel like I gotta kneel at a dark altar. His colleagues are cool, things are jolly and smooth. Anything else, it'll be part stupid and part awkward. Do your homework before you talk to Well, a thanks for joining us for this edition of Getting Comfortable with Mark Offer. Good to see you. We have uh, Diane Houston, a historian, and Kelly Jones, who is one of the original petitioners to get uh, the name changed back from Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard back to the Paseo. She lives on the Paseo. Let's start with you, Diane. How did you get involved in this? It was kind of an interesting journey, actually. As a historian, um, when I found out after, because I was like most of uh, the city, I found out after the change happened on uh, January 24th, I was pretty upset because of the historical value of the Paseo that the city council would go to the strides that they did to do this. And so a, a group on Facebook was formed to try to get the community aware of what had happened. And, and it's called? Save the Paseo. It's mm -hmm. on Facebook group page. And it started out being called something different. But we kind of evolved into this movement of trying to make sure that we uh, fought for what was right for the city. And then Kelly and some others got, uh, who lived on the Paseo said, we aren't going to take this. We're going to take this to the voters and start an initiative petition. And it was, I'm a teacher, and it was over my spring break. So it was a perfect opportunity for me to go out and canvas the community and participate as much as I could. So let's learn about the history of the Paseo, because you wrote a very good article that I read in the Martin City Telegraph, yeah. which you write a lot of articles for them. Wonderful writer. Thank you. I love history, too, by the way, and I so, love Kansas City history. How did the Paseo get its name and get started? Paseo actually originates back at the, uh, the origins of the Parks Board, which is 1892, and August Meyer and uh, William Rockhill Nelson kind of joined forces and said, our city's kind of gross, and there was a movement to uh, beautify the city, to not just build roads for transportation, but to build roads that actually went with the natural curvature of the landscape. And the Paseo was at the heart of this Parks and Boulevard system. And so in 1893, the first report for the Parks Board came out. They had hired uh, landscape architect George Kessler, who had already developed a, an enor enormous uh, nationwide presence for his ability to beautify different cities. His, his actual, his, uh, his designs can be seen in 27 or 50 states. Wow. And the Paseo is like the heart and soul of his creation. Um, the name actually came from, it was August Meyer's idea, and it came from the Paseo de la Reforma in Mexico City. He was mm -hmm. an avid traveler, and, he, and, and um, the Paseo de la Reforma in Mexico City was the first real European-style boulevard in North America. So he modeled it after that, and then with Kessler's vision, they created just one of the most incredible things in Kansas City. In fact, Kessler Park, which is at the very northern end yes. on almost a cliff drive, well, I guess it is cliff drive, mm -hmm. 
uh, it stands as a great testament and the monument to what Kessler did for our park system, basically building the city around the parks. Absolutely. I mean, North Terrace Park was the first one, South Terrace Park. And then um, August Meyer went ahead and made sure that the roads, when they built these roads, they led you to something beautiful. So you had Parade Park, which was the old parade grounds on the Paseo. And then it led to uh, Meyer Boulevard, which was created after August Meyer passed. And then essentially links you into all the parks and boulevard system, Word Parkway, Swope Parkway, all of these things that um, are our original thoroughfares before we had 435. These are the 435 of the 19th century and early 20th century. Why, in your opinion, is it important to keep the name Paseo or change it back now that it's been changed? Right, to change it back. Uh, Paseo, it was a huge piece of Kansas City's early history. When people would come to visit uh, Kansas City, you didn't just go to Kansas City, you went to the Paseo. There are hundreds, you can look it up. I mean, I always tell people just to Google Paseo in Kansas City. There are hundreds of postcards. It was a place to be seen. And it's also something that links, it's cross-cultural. Because of the location of the Paseo, it also is a uh, integral part of all of our history. So I like to say it's part of our collective history. When we change something uh, to honor something that's more current in our past, we're kind of getting rid of our collective past. And I want to make sure that this is something that stays for you know centuries to come. It's always going to be the Paseo. You know, people always argue, well, they can change the signs, but it's always going to be Paseo mm. to me. But the point is, is that the city, as residents and as voters and um, as a community, we should have an, an opportunity to weigh in on when the city does things like this. And the way they did it was was illegal, essentially, and they waived a bunch of ordinances to make this happen, which already tells you that there's a system in place for a reason. And at this point, we want to make sure that Dr. Martin Luther King is honored in this city. It's just the Paseo is not, we don't believe, is the right choice. We want to bring that power back to the people. So on November 5th, November 5th people can vote to make that happen. Kelly, how did you get involved? You live on Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard now, right? Junior Boulevard. It used to be the Paseo. <laughs> used to be the Paseo. Do you still write Paseo on, on checks and envelopes? I do because mm -hmm. we've got no direction on how to change anything. Mm -hmm. So we, we've been, as a resident, you're, you're really confused on what to put when you have uh, things shipped to your house. It's, it's very confusing and we've got no direction on how to do that. Why did you get involved in this fight? Um, I got involved a little bit like Diane. Um, I live on the Paseo, so it was extremely personal and I had been following the news about the um, a possible name change. So um, I got on Facebook and I saw it was a group of people that were organizing and they felt the same way I did. And I started uh, posting and sharing my feelings and uh, started talking to people first in my direct, uh, you know, my family and friends. And then I went outside of that and started talking to my neighbors and community members. And the overwhelming sentiment was that Every, a lot of people felt like this. A lot of people felt like their voices weren't being heard. They felt like I knew they were talking about it, but I didn't know it would happen this quickly. And the way that it was done was upsetting to a lot of people. So I started talking to people, getting out, went to polling station, talked to my neighbors, um, and a lot of people, they felt like they weren't heard. So. Mm. Let's talk about the process, Dan, because I remember, I think it was last year where this all started to bubble up. Jermaine Reed was involved. Mm -hmm. uh, Congressman Cleaver got involved. Mm -hmm. uh, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference got involved. How did that all develop into this, basically, where it was basically ramrodded through the city council? That's true. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> um, yes, it, 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 
the evidence shows that even when Emmanuel Cleaver was even a reverend on the Paseo, that he was already talking about possibly renaming Paseo for Dr. Martin Luther King back well before he was, you know, our mayor or, mm -hmm. you know, in government. Uh, but it really started in, like, they say about 2016 that they started this conversation with the city about possibly changing the name. Of course, this wasn't anything that, you know, any of us really knew about. Um, but it happens in about April of 2018. Uh, they had, uh, the SCLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, approached the Parks Board about a conversation about renaming the Paseo for Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, when that conversation happened, it was immediately noted, uh, should say noticed that uh, there was a process that had to be put right. in place. One of those processes is the Parks and Boulevard system is in charge of the Parks and Boulevard mm -hmm. system. So they're the ones that decide to change street names, just like they're the ones who decided to change Cleaver too, uh, part of Brush Creek. And they did keep part of Brush Creek intact for historical purposes. But they were opposed to this name change. They were opposed to this name change and uh, because of the because of the Paseos and, in quotes, historical significance to the city. The SCLC didn't like that response, so just like we did, they started an initiative petition and were gathering signatures uh, throughout the city. No one's ever seen those signatures or any proof that, you know, how many signatures they've gotten or they got. Well, they've got, got to be on file somewhere. They, they never turned them into the election board, so we don't know how many signatures they have. Well, how did it happened then. Well, they did, but they, it, they never finished the petition, ah. see? So essentially, they started to talk about it within the community. They did a, a march in the rain on Paseo they like to talk about uh, for a few blocks. Uh, they went ahead and started talking to, you know, Manny Cleaver and the council and said, hey, if this doesn't work, we might have another option. Couldn't we get it through that way? And so the petition kind of got left to the side, and then they took the route of speaking through the council to essentially get this pushed through to waive an ordinance that says you need 75% approval of the property owners on the Paseo, waive that ordinance and push this through. And I don't know if you remember, Scott Taylor had a, a, a proposition there at the end, the revive the East Side mm -hmm. proposition. Very big mm -hmm. deal for the East Side in business development. He was running for mayor and Jermaine Reed was running for mayor. And, and both wanted Quentin votes. Lucas was mm -hmm. running for mayor. It was a very mm -hmm. interesting time for this to happen. Um, when all of that was occurring, it was uh, quite interesting that the Revive the East Side proposition originally had in it a clause to actually rename Martin, Dr., you know, rename the Paseo for Dr. Martin Luther King and $750,000 in funds to allocate to make this happen. It did get struck out from that, and then that's when it got brought up in committee. That's when it went to the city council, and on January 24th, they waived it a few, you know, mm -hmm. a few council sessions and didn't uh, go through with the vote. And then on uh, January 24th, to really everyone's complete surprise, they voted eight to four to change the name. And the signs started going up not long after Less that? Less than a month later. Less the, than a month. It cost taxpayers $60,000 to change the signs, yes. and the Parks Department has saved those signs. They're in yes. storage yes. thinking that it could be changed back. That's, the, that's absolutely the hope, and I think it's important, something that people keep bringing up, and I don't want this to be a reason for a hindrance of someone not voting to change the name back, is we do have the signs, for one, and two, these highway signs that have been, you know, have been postponed because of the initiative Like petition. on 71. 71, and yes, mm -hmm. and I-70 as well. Those highway signs cost a Thousands. lot 
hundreds of thousands and of dollars. And the new lighted signs that and they have, um, like Gregory, I believe. Gregory has the lighted sign, the Paseo. Those things are still remaining because those are the more expensive pieces. Mm -hmm. Not to mention that we still have to change everybody's addresses, and mm -hmm. someone's going to have to help with that as well. Why don't, uh, Kelly, why don't the businesses and people who own property or live on Martin Luther King Boulevard or formerly the Paseo have more of a say in what is happening? <laughs> We don't know. That's, that's essentially it. We, we were not asked. Um, I go to my neighborhood association meetings. I talk to neighbors. I never got anything in my door. Um, I asked, you know, we walked up for sale, um, many of my neighbors, and people were saying no one came to my door. No one didn't talk to anyone. So before you do a decision like this, you want some engagement with the community and you want people to feel like their voices were heard. And, and people just, you know, even, I, we didn't feel like our voices were heard. And, uh, you know, we didn't, I didn't see any meetings, no one came. So that's some of the frustration, there you are, know, that we feel now. And, and even part of this movement, I feel like, you know, they're not, my voice isn't really heard because they want to paint a face of who this movement is. And it's me. Have they, a person, are they trying to paint it as a racial issue? It's being painted yes. as a racial issue. And mm -hmm. this is not a racial issue. Love Dr. Martin Luther King. We want him to have an honor. We want him to have a street. We are concerned about the process, how it was done, how this is disenfranchising people. It's not bringing people together. And I have talked to hundreds and hundreds of people because I've talked, I walked my neighborhood. And you know, with something like this, you have to do the work. And I went out on Saturday after work and I talked to neighbors. I did the work. We went to three different polling sites on, on days. And I didn't just talk to people who I thought were in favor of it. I talked to everybody. You know, I just went up to people. How do you feel about this? And we had conversations and those conversations led me to say, hey, a lot of people feel the way I do. So we have to do something well, about this. When you're talking to people, do they know the history of the Paseo and why it's named the Paseo? They don't. And that's one of the questions they say. Why do you care about the Paseo? And that's why our beautiful historian <laughs> enlightened us. And, and I did talk to people a little bit about the history, but also about how when you elect people in office, you want them to listen to you. You want to feel like you're being heard. And you just want to feel like part of the process, um, you know. In the people that were put into office, and, and some have left because we have a new council at this point, but it was, it was the, that idea that the SCLC, one of the things that they kept standing on, because they do have a lot of churches that fall along the Paseo, some mm -hmm. of them do. And they organize votes. And they or, right. The, some of these things that, that were positives kind of turned into a negative because the way that it was meant to feel or to make it was meant to, to look like is that they were out engaging the community. And we've talked to neighborhood associations along the Paseo. There's 20, I believe, or 14 neighborhoods along Paseo. She lives in one of them. We uh, work with Blue Hills Neighborhood Association right. along the Paseo as well. Uh, no one heard from the SCLC. So whether they were paid to help with the community engagement, they were supposed to go out and talk to the community. No, we haven't found anybody yet that talked to this community along the Paseo. And it's important to me, I don't live on the Paseo, but I'm a Kansas City resident. I've lived here my whole mm -hmm. life. And I don't want anyone to feel like they don't have a voice in this city. Right. So to, to, for people to turn this into something that it's not, when, if anything, we have met so many amazing people so through this people. process. I mean, talk about mobilizing and organizing. I mean, I would have never met Kelly or these people that, you know, with, we all work together to have a communal voice to be able to say, this isn't right and you can't do this. This, is for, this isn't just about Paseo anymore. This is about 
doing things the right way, doing the process, and not overstepping. Well, that's been a problem at Twelfth and Oak for some time. Yes, absolutely. When you look at the airport and the way yes. things were kind of mm -hmm. ramrodded through in a lot of issues where mm -hmm. the voters were somewhat circumvented. Yeah, they did vote for the airport once it was not fully revealed of what the financing costs would mm -hmm. be. But given the full truth of the situation, it may have turned out a little bit different. Absolutely. What what would you like to see instead name? Because we have a beautiful MLK park. I live not too, I live in Blue Hills. Okay. Oh, wow. And uh, mm -hmm. they just redid the tennis courts. Mm -hmm. I see people I play out there and there's all, people of all races playing on this tennis course, a beautiful park. Mm -hmm. uh, what else do we need to honor Dr. King here in Kansas City? What would you suggest? I think it's a, I don't, I, I personally like to bring up that the advisory board originally that was appointed by Mayor Sly James to come up with recommendations of what to name for Martin Luther King came back with the airport. Of course, it was the airport, not the airport terminal, and mm -hmm. that became an issue, but that was the number one choice. Out of street names, they said six of nine of the people on this committee said they wanted 63rd Street, mm -hmm. but yet it still was just Paseo that went to the city council. Mm. So if I were to just, if, if I had to pick something today, and I'm only doing it because I actually respect what people have said, and I actually am listening to what people have said, I would say 63rd Street because it's already been vented through a process. It's already been through an advisory group and it bridges east-west so it divides, it's not a border of a division, it's actually, you know, people in Raytown could change to 63rd Street to Martin Luther mm -hmm. King. People in Johnson County could change the name. I like that idea. So but, people of all races, all yes. socioeconomic uh, backgrounds would be traveling on MLK at one point during the day pretty right. much. Right, and, and I like that idea, um, but I, I think it's very important to tell the city and to let the city know that it's not our decision at Save the Paseo of what is named for Dr. King. We want to give that power back to the people so we can have a really good, solid conversation about this and make the right decision as a city. Kelly, what would you like to see happen? Um, once again, our main goal is to restore the name Paseo. So we really want to put our efforts toward restoring the Paseo. However, just like Diane, we have talked to people and I think 63rd Street is a great option. People like that it is, um, it does go east, uh, east, east and west, west and um, it's just different demographics, it, it unites the city, um, but we just want to focus on mm. getting the Paseo back and let them do the work and do the process that they should yeah. do. Let the council and do engage some work. people. Yeah. <laughs> do some do work, work here. So the election is November 5th. November There's 5th. a couple of other things uh, basically doing away with some parks that are mm -hmm. no longer used. The Parks Department doesn't want to mess with them anymore, so they're trying to get rid of those so they don't have to maintain them. But the, the last question on here is going to be... Question five. Question five. Shall, shall the city of Kansas City change the name of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, which is approximately 9.98 miles in length from the center line of Lexington Avenue South and east to a point south of the center of East 85th Street, back to the Paseo Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Do you like the wording on this? I thought it was probably one of the friendlier wordings I've seen, because yes. you know, you go to vote, you're like, I don't need, you know, don't somebody that. has to translate it for you. I think it's right. pretty friendly, and I like it's a yes. It's a yes. yes. It's a yes five. on question yes. five. Typically, off-year elections, like we're having this year, um, no congressional races, no, no nothing really else on the ballot, uh, there's not a huge voter turnout. Mm -hmm. How is yes. that going to affect the vote? I think it'll be passion. I think it's going to be passion and the, and, and the people that understand that this uh, didn't happen, you know, the correct way. Uh, there was an election that was supposed to happen that didn't and that, so everything kind of got delayed to this election anyway. Um, but we've, we've been glad enough to have it out there and to continue the efforts. 
it is going to be the biggest thing on there. I don't think very many people worried about these parks right. to try to get rid of. Uh, but, you know, I think the passion behind this, that people are going to stop and reconsider. If anything, if you don't care about Paseo and the name and all of this, you should care about how this city is representing its constituents. And you should care about the fact that you have the right at this point to change this back so we can have that conversation. Absolutely. I feel like this is giving people power, a voice, um, and, and, and you can change things. You can see an issue that affects you or doesn't, and you can say, hey, I can do things that, that can change this. And the same people who went out and they got these petitions signed, we're, we're wanting these people to come back again and support this. And this is a thing that people feel very passionately about. They want to help, they want to support, they want their voice to be heard. And we haven't been heard. We've been disenfranchised, and this should have been something to unite the city, Not divide to us. honor Dr. King. Has it been a King. weird way united people? It has it united has... our grassroots. People felt like, I'm a part of something, and I feel so proud of this. And, uh, so we do have, I met no. Diane, we have yeah. a great group of, uh, a team of people that are working on this, and it has united people. We have given their voices back. We have done the work. We have talked to hundreds, thousands of people. So that is a positive thing. This grassroots effort has come to fruition. <laughs> yeah. It's on the ballot, it's... and we are all so proud of this. It, it, we are. And, you know, just we do have a website now called SaveThePaseo.com where people can get information about the movement. Um, they Our can Facebook also, page. yeah, we have the Facebook page. We also have a place for people to donate because obviously we can't do this alone. Um, I put up a nice timeline that gives you the mm -hmm. history of Paseo and how this happened. Um, and just think it's uh, for initiative petition, you need 1,706 signatures. And we got 2,857 signatures across wow. this city. You brought That's a shirt in. Impressive. Yes, we have brought a shirt. Let's see that. So it's pretty this awesome. is your logo. I've seen, yes. Uh, yes. seen this around town. And we Save have, the Paseo. And we're, we're working, this is some of the other literature that we have that also explains on the back here the uh, what's the, the actual ballot language mm -hmm. so everybody has it. Yes. Um, and any information that you need can be found on our Facebook and our website now. Save the Paseo. Yes. In fairness to journalism and the cause, we're going to have a representative from the Southern Christian Leadership Conference on immediately after you guys. Uh, it's part two of our important podcast here on Fox 4, Getting Comfortable with Mark Alford, dealing with changing the name. Should MLK be changed back to Paseo? And as I've always encouraged, no matter how you vote on this, Absolutely. you need to know history before you make history. I want, that's a great quote, absolutely. And if you, absolutely. Want to, if you want to change it, that's up to the voters at that's, this time. Exactly. But at least the voters are gonna get a say now. Absolutely. We're so proud of our, I mean, we're just so proud of everybody that got involved because this, I mean, what, what a, an amazing experience this has been. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I would fight again for it. I would fight this again. Has been, this has been worth it. And letting people know, I, we are the, I am the face of this. Who, you know, yes. people always talk yeah. about, who are these the people race, fighting the it? Yeah. I am who's fighting it. And even now, they won't acknowledge, I am, you know, this is the face. And when I look around the table with the people I work with, we're a diverse group of people, from right. young people to older people, all races. So I am the face of who is fighting for the Paseo. So in case someone's listening and not watching, <laughs> Kelly is a young African-American woman. Thank Did you, you grow for up saying here? young. Yes. Young and beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I want to get there. My wife Absolutely. might get upset. But... Did you grow up here, Kelly? I did grow up here, yeah. born and raised here. So, Good. yes, my son went to Paseo High School, and I've lived on the Paseo for over 10 years. Awesome. So, Well, yes. good to be your neighbor. I need to Thank meet you. Thank you. Absolutely. We ride up and Thank down you. Paseo all the time on That's our bicycles. Awesome. So. It is Great. I'm sorry, Martin Luther King. Junior Boulevard. Paseo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, thank you, ladies, so thank much you so for much. getting comfortable yes. with Mark Alford. Thank you. Yo.
I'm comfortable talking to Mark Alford He don't make me feel like I gotta kneel at a dark altar His colleagues are cool, things are jolly and smooth Anything else it'll be part stupid and part awkward Do your homework before you talk to a vet That way you won't get no static coming from tech I'm on my own planet, I'm in my zone, damn it I